This is the Best Insurance Law Podcast, brought to you by Best Recommended Insurance Attorneys. Welcome to Best Insurance Law Podcast, the broadcast about timely and important legal issues affecting the insurance industry. I'm John Zuba, Managing Editor of Best Insurance Professional Resources. We're very pleased to have with us today Nick Mahoney from Qualified Member Expert Service Provider, SEA. Nick has experience in the investigation of electrical power quality, electrical controls, household appliances, and consumer electronics. He also has experience with industrial, commercial, and residential electrical systems. Nick is a licensed professional engineer in multiple states, including Georgia. His professional affiliations include the International Association of Arson Investigators, the National Association of Fire Investigators, the Georgia Fire Investigator Association, the Atlanta Metro Fire Investigators Association, and the Institute of Electrical and Electronics Engineers. Nick is also a certified fire and explosion investigator by the National Association of Fire Investigators. Nick, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me, John. I look forward to it. Today's discussion is on smart homes and fire investigations and the impact on claims. And Nick, for our first question, can you tell our audience what are some of the basics of fire scene investigations? Sure. The basic methodology of fire investigation is the scientific method. Um, you may be familiar with it from school, but it essentially starts off by recognizing a need. In this case, there was a fire. Um, identifying the problem, someone would like us to determine the origin and cause of that fire. And in order to do so, we typically have to start collecting data, whether it's photographs, uh, it could be digital data, witness statements. And then we start to analyze that data, use um, that data together to form a hypothesis about the origin and cause of the fire. And then from there, we start to test those hypotheses. Where did the fire start? What is a potential ignition source for the fire? Um, how did the potential ignition source come in contact with a fuel? And once the data and the hypotheses match up and are testable, uh, we select a final hypothesis and make a final determination on the origin and cause of a fire. Nick, how do you identify smart home devices and data? So many are probably familiar with smart home devices, but essentially anything that you connect your mobile phone to or connect to via Wi-Fi is potentially a smart home device. Um, some examples are thermostats, uh, doorbells, oftentimes with cameras, um, could be something as large as a range or washer dryer, almost any electrical appliance in your home uh, today could be a smart home device. Um, as long as it's connected to the internet, um, it would be considered a smart home device. Nick, how do you go about preserving or recovering smart home data? Sure. So all of these devices that may be in your home, um, whether you like it or not, are probably collecting some form of data. Uh, it may be stored locally, but most often that data is stored in the cloud at a data center. And in order to utilize the data from a smart home device, of course, we have to be able to uh, obtain that data. In the case of a uh, fire loss, typically the best method is to 
talk with a homeowner or business owner, uh, the owner of the particular smart home device, and simply ask them, number one, do they have smart home devices? And number two, how do they access them? Um, typically, that's through a smartphone. So they can pull up their particular application on the smartphone, and there will often be a list of data recorded by that device. So something as simple as taking a screenshot of that data uh, is one way to recover the data from that device. Uh, oftentimes, they will, uh, the data will be able to be exported and sent in a file. Uh, but often, the easiest way is just to ask the homeowner to show it. And um, that's often done at the very start of an investigation where that data is uh, still intact. Because one issue that we run across is some manufacturers don't store this data for extended periods of time. Uh, the example of some thermostats will only store temperature data, for instance, for 10 days, whereas something like a ring doorbell camera may store videos uh, for up to 60 days. So it's important to obtain the data early in the investigation and um, obtaining it directly from the source is, is the best method. Nick, how can smart home data be utilized in fire scene losses for liability defense? So once we've identified a device, uh, for instance, a thermostat, which may have recorded temperature data, and we've asked a homeowner or business owner uh, to allow us to access that data, we can use that information to determine uh, something like the fire progression or fire origin. Um, if you recall, we talked about the methodology of fire investigation. Um, we've collected data and then now we need to analyze it. So if you imagine a home with a thermostat that is measuring the temperature in a room, I think it's pretty clear to see how uh, viewing that temperature data over time would give pretty good indication as to how quickly the fire spread, uh, where the fire progressed. Uh, for instance, if there were multiple thermostats in a home. Um, so that's one example. Some other examples include um, simply viewing videos that may be stored on a doorbell camera. Um, if you imagine in the U.S. today, almost one in three uh, homeowners has some si sort of smart home device. Imagine that's a doorbell camera and you walk out your front door, you look to your left and you look to your right. And one of those three has a doorbell camera that might be recording video. So just being able to see fire um, from its initiation to progression to the point where, uh, say, the fire department arrives on scene can be really useful to determine the origin and cause of a fire. What potential liabilities exist with smartphone devices and their use in fire claims investigations? Sure, so um, with smart home devices, there is uh, the potential for one of these devices to inadvertently turn on. Uh, you probably all familiar with the uh, concept of dialing your phone on accident when it's in your pocket. Um, the, the potential exists for an electrical device or appliance to turn on accidentally as well. Um, 
many manufacturers make something called a smart plug where you plug it into your outlet and you can plug any device into it. So it could be a space heater or a hot plate, uh, anything. And imagine that that device is remotely turned on via a smartphone um, and there just happens to be a combustible material nearby. So certainly the potential exists for uh, manufacturers of these devices to be involved in claims where uh, the operation of that device is, is uh, potentially blamed for the cause of the fire. And Nick, one final question today. What do insurance adjusters need to be concerned about? I think as it relates to smart home devices and fire investigation, adjusters need to recognize that these devices are extremely prevalent uh, today. And simply asking the question of the insurer, do you have a device that you can connect to uh, via your mobile phone? Do you have a smart home device? Um, that is a big step towards being able to obtain this data and use it uh, in a fire investigation because oftentimes in fire, the data that we may need is data that was destroyed in the fire. So any additional data that is available could be the deciding point between making a determination or not. Uh, so just asking the question and um, being aware that these devices exist, they're prevalent, and it could be almost anything. So um, that's that's the one takeaway I think adjusters need to to have. Nick, thanks so much. Very informative. And thank you so much for joining us today. Sure. Thank you, John. You've just listened to Nick Mahoney from expert service provider SEA. And special thanks to today's producer, Frank Vowinkle. And thank you all for joining us for Best Insurance Law Podcast. To subscribe to this audio program, go to our webpage, www.ambest.com slash professional resources. If you have any suggestions for a future topic regarding an insurance law case or issue, please email us at lawpodcast.ambest.com. I'm John Zuba, and now this message. Best Insurance Professional Resources features valuable insurance industry content, including searchable profiles of client-recommended insurance attorneys, adjusters, and expert service providers. Brought to you by AM Best, known worldwide as a respected source of insurance industry news and information. Visit ambest.com slash claims resource.